Hello, 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 and welcome to episode number five of On Your Way Out. I'm your host, Evan Marlowe, and I'm so happy you stopped by. There's so many times when you start a new job or even enter a new space where you're going to be spending some time and you find that there are people around you that have a simple aura about them that draws you to them or them to you in many cases. Those times, those people with that aura have a charisma, a kindness, a wisdom, or any other number of positive qualities that really draw you to them. And our guest on today's episode has an aura around him that is unmistakable. He is a teacher, a coach, a mentor, an amateur weatherman, and one of uh, the people that I can say had a really big impact on my life, both professionally and personally. And so I am really excited to introduce today's guest, Mr. Jeff Klein. All right, cool. Please enjoy the interview. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast, Jeff. Um, I feel like I need to start today's conversation with how you and I are connected. Absolutely. Um, how, how did we meet? Um, and the way I like to put it, I was a I was a snot nosed newbie teacher. <laughs> this was right around I don't know the two thousand seven time two thousand seven sure. two thousand eight. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right, right. About there. And um, I was I was brand new to teaching, um, and I just had been thrust mid year into one of the biggest band jobs in northeast Wisconsin and actually probably the state of Wisconsin I would probably think yeah I think statistically it it, it probably one of the you know, top three four or five schools in the state so yeah. yeah and it's it was uh and it was a joy to bring you on board my friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was um I'm just kidding there we go. Okay. And so basically, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I really didn't. I was kind of, I was shooting from the hip. I was kind of figuring out things as I went along. And one of our first interactions did not happen as teachers. It happened after school um, in, the, in the evening time at, at, the, uh, at the football field. Okay, sure. And I was in charge of doing some marching band things, and you are the voice uh, for this high school. <laughs> the re, the, re, the uh, recovering voice. I've actually stepped down this oh, year. This year? Yes, after 16 years of announcing, okay. I finally made the decision to step down to step away and it was right after this year's football season. Okay. So it's like you're catching me like wow. right in this moment of oh my god, I have free time. Well, we can and we can we can recap. Oh, that. absolutely. <laughs> um mainly because the so I I I didn't really know a whole lot of people and you and I had to interact a little bit because mm -hmm. you know, the announcer's got to announce the band and oh, what absolutely. are we all doing and all that stuff. Well, and I love and, to give a shout out. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so um from there we got to know each other quite a bit. Um and so and since and and after that I I immediately kind of clung to you <laughs> as I know probably many people do um but at that point it was when I knew I, I need to attach myself to this guy cuz this guy's got his stuff together and he that knows what he's doing is incredibly kind of you to say and uh and 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 I with you my friend I you know I have a I, I while I do a lot with sports uh at our at the high school I uh um 
you know, involved with announcing and I've done coaching and that sort of thing. And seems like I'm always kind of hanging out in that neck of the woods. I have a very soft spot in my heart for the, for the arts and, yeah. and for the music and, you know, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later, but I, I just, I, I've always loved it. I, I played the French horn yeah, in high school, seven <laughs> years of playing the French horn and, um, and was in the marching band with the French horn, um, and, uh, it, down in the Chicagoland area. And I, I loved it. I just remember, you know, I it was, I was never very good, but I just enjoyed it. And I enjoyed that cast of characters, yeah. including the, the director, you sure, know, it's just, sure. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's their, their, their own world unto themselves. Yeah. And it was something I always wanted to kind of break into a little bit. So by, by calling you out that night, it was kind of like, uh, <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm horning in on your world a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Well, and then, and then after that, I, I, I brought you in and you kind of narrated some pieces at concerts oh, yes. and stuff. Oh, that was so much fun. And you and I got, got to have a pretty good working relationship. So I was really, I was, you were one of the people that really made me feel at home at that school. And so, um, and I know that you are that catalyst for a lot of other people as well. Um, you are a pretty key staff member and someone that the the students look up to, someone that the community looks up to, and um, and that's why you're here. Wow, that's you know, <laughs> as I said to you on the way in tonight, I, I think you've made a terrible mistake. Your, your last four guests have been unbelievably compelling and uh, and, and with their stories, and I I, I wish uh, I have so, I hope I have something to offer in the in somewhat the same. Vein. Oh, and yeah, absolutely. And so let's let's well let's. Stay into this a little yeah. bit. So, um, are what are your roles at the school at currently? All right, because well, like obviously things have changed since things you have and changed I worked together quite a bit. Um, well, it's interesting. I I, uh, I, I started there in uh, 2002, and that was not my first career. I uh, mm-hmm. I left college. I graduated college uh, 1996, Saint Norbert College. Go Knights. That's right. And uh, <laughs> and I um, and I just wasn't ready to be a teacher. Sure. I I I I just I wasn't there yet. I couldn't wrap my head around it. I was. Um, I was, you know, politically, I wasn't where I am now. Um, Ideologically, I wasn't where I am now. And I just wasn't ready to do that. Plus, my wife, uh, my wife was also doing this, and one of us had to make some money right out of college because we were about to get married. Um, so, uh, you know, at the time, I just, I just wasn't ready. So, I, you know, I spent some time at, at uh, uh, an insurance company, um, very large insurance company. I spent some time at a very large trucking company that sure. <laughs> orange trucks is yep. all I have to say. <laughs> um, and uh, so, anyway, I spent some time there, and then I made the decision to go into teaching in two thousand two. And there's a story there, but, um, but yeah, I started off as a special education teacher and, uh, spent six years as a special education teacher, mm-hmm. uh, unbelievably rewarding, unbelievably rewarding and unbelievable on the job training. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then an opening came up for, uh, for what, what my original degree is in social studies, uh, history. Uh, an opening came up for that on the general education side. And I know some teachers use the term regular ed. I, I always hated that because what that made me sound like as a special education teacher that my students were irregular. Ed. Yeah, yeah. So I always said, uh, I, I've always said general education. It's the general education it's curriculum. It's a nice way to put it. And, uh, I re- I, and I've been doing that since, uh, since 2008. And uh, it has been a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experience. So, um, and then, yeah, I, I, you know, I got, I I love, I've never met a microphone I didn't like. (laughs) Um, and so when they asked me, um, they asked me like my first year into, uh, into teaching, they're like, Hey, the 
boys basketball team needs an announcer. Would you would you consider coming out and doing that? And you got to realize, I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> I, I may associate with sports. I know nothing about them. Yeah. Um, the the the. It's so funny when they think the announcer must know everything about the game. I know. I I really don't. Mm-hmm. I can call off a number. I could t- say what's on sale at the concessions. I can you know call <laughs> off the fifty fifty raffle. Yeah, absolutely. But um, I started doing it, and I just I I loved it. And then you know a couple of years later, the football uh you know varsity football announcer position opened up and went for that. So anyway, that's. That's what kind of got me involved in in all of that and how our, our paths have crossed. Absolutely. And now you do you also coach? I do. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I uh, I'm actually uh, the head girls uh, track coach. Yeah. Um. I was an assistant coach. I, I've been on and off as an assistant coach since uh, like 2002. Um. And uh, you know, primarily coaching like the hurdles, which was my, my event a hundred pounds ago. And uh, <laughs> um. And uh, then I I started doing the um. Uh, then all of a sudden the head coaching job opened up and, uh, I, I decided that, yeah, I, I, I'd like to do this. I, I think I have something to offer. And it was, it was interesting because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of guys, you know, want the head guys coaching job. Mm-hmm. And I always like coming out of my comfort zone a little bit. I, I don't have daughters. Mm-hmm. My wife will be the first to tell you she's a tomboy. Um, you know, um, I, I, I didn't have, you know, that kind of connection in my life. And I said, you know, maybe I have something, maybe I have something to offer here. And it was during the, um, let's see, what are we at here? 2020. So around two, 2017, 18, somewhere around there during that whole, you know, Harvey Weinstein, me too, all of the stuff was coming out yeah. and up nationwide. And, and we were, you know, people were looking to find ways to empower women, especially young women. Absolutely. And I thought, yeah, you know what? I may not be the world's greatest track coach, but I hope I could, maybe I could try to, to, to play a motivating role. Um, with these, with these, with these girls. And it, it's been unbelievably rewarding. Yeah. And you've had some successes. Well. We, we have, we've got, we've won <laughs> conference titles and regional titles the last awesome. couple of years. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, it helps when you're again, one of the biggest schools in the state, yeah. but, um, but you know, it, you know, our demographics have changed over the years and, uh, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to get kids, you know, there are kids that, you know, want to come out for, for sports, but they also have to work a job or yep. two or, or whatever. They have to watch their, you know, little brother and sister after school. Cause mom works two jobs and mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's very, you know, the demographics have shifted and it's sometimes it's hard to get kids out for, for sports that, you know, used to flock in that direction. So, um, there's just a lot more challenges in kids' lives and, 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 you know, just, I don't want to say distractions, but different paths to take. And, um, it's very hard for them to, uh, to actually make that commitment. So, um, so with the ladies we have, it's been, it's been wonderful. That's great. That's great. And you've also, um, kind of taken one of the biggest things that I did when I was, uh, at this high school that we had a a music theater program that was phenomenal. Um, some of my best memories, uh, come from that program. And you just recently got involved with, with a production. It's so funny. I've always I've always had the the philosophy is I want to know a little bit about a lot of things, not yeah. a lot about a few things. And I I had you know there was another teacher I was with years ago at, at the school, and I I had said to him, you know I, I I you know I like the sports, I like the announcing, I like the coaching, and 
you know, I feel like I'm, but I, I, there's something, I want to do everything at this high school sure. in my career. I sure. want to do everything. And the, the theater was something I've always wanted to play a part in. And I was never courageous enough to do it in high school. My sister was very talented and, and still is, um, and my niece, but I, I just never had the guts to do it. And I, and I look back now and regret it. Well, sure enough, two years ago, the, they're putting on Hairspray, uh, the musical Hairspray. And there's a part for, uh, you know, kind of an eccentric older guy who owns a, a, a store and uh, Mr. Pinky. And all of a sudden, <laughs> our, our incredible, incredible uh, musical director, you know, called me up one day and said, hey, listen, you, we want you to, you know, have a cameo in the musical. Would you consider it? <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God, one of the musicals always around deer camp. I said, can I just do one yeah. weekend? And they said, yeah. And it was the most unbelievable experience I've ever had teaching. Yeah. I, I, I am constantly in a position where I feel like I have to give some, something of myself to everyone else um, because I'm the adult and I'm the one that has the degree or the experience or whatever. Here was something I have no training in, no experience in. And these kids just took me under their wing. And I, you know, and like I said, I, I'm, I'm sure every school has that music hallway, that yep. one place that these kids just feel safe and they thrive. And we have that there and you know it well. Yep, absolutely. Um, and to, to break into this community um, and to and to have that experience with the arts was so thrilling. And I, I walked out of there not only rewarded, but just unbelievably humbled. Yeah. I loved every second of it. And I, it was so funny because the next year they're doing, um, the next year they're doing the, uh, shucks, what's the name of the music? I can't even think of the name of it. The Disney one, uh, with, oh, Newsies. Oh, doing oh, Newsies. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I, I begged, I begged, <laughs> I begged the director. I didn't want a part. I, and, and they, you know, like, oh, maybe we could find a little part. I'm like, no, no, no. I had my 15 minutes and, and, you know, big school, a lot of kids trying out, a lot of kids don't get parts. Absolutely. So I, I never felt comfortable with that after that, after that one year, but I just, I begged, give me something. So literally I was like the morale officer. <laughs> that was my job was to hang out backstage with a flashlight and a smile and to, you know, cheer people up when microphones didn't work and, and, uh, um, you know, put out little fires where I could. And, yeah. and I, I did that for the year. And then this year, I, and then this year for this year's musical, they, uh, they asked me if I would take over the the soundboard and the sure. sound 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 design. I guess is what it's called. Sure. Um, and again, just an unbelievable year. I've I've learned so much, and it has reinvigorated my teaching career. Because I, I don't know, you start to feel burned out after a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the same things happen every yes. year. It gets to be predictable. Yes. And, and I think everybody has that, and, and not just teaching, just everywhere in every career. And yep. it, I was I was hitting a point, and I, you know I want to hang on because I, I my kids. Um, I have an eighth grade son and I have a sixth grade son and they're in the feeder school. So they're going to be coming to, to my school next year mm -hmm. and, or the first one is, and I've just, I've always had this dream of, you know, being the teacher in the school with your kids and, and, um, and I, you know, I just, they've been with their mom now for, uh, since 4k, it's a, you know, 4k okay. through eighth grade school. So yeah. they've been with her forever. And I'm like, I want that opportunity. So, sure. um, so anyway, it's just been, um, it, it's been uh, wanting to hang on for those those high school years for when they're there, but keeping things fresh. And the musical did that for me. Yeah. Well, it's great. And that's a perfect example of like, 
yeah, if you feel that way, if you ever feel like it's complacent or whatever, you just you have to jump in. You, you do head first. Leave your leave your comfort zone and and you know hang on. You know just just glom on if you have yeah. to. I mean, don't they say you beg, borrow, steal when it comes yeah. to lesson plans? Well, it comes to to peers as well. I mean, absolutely. And, and these are you know people that I've always you know known and and you know it's a big school, but I always said it's a small family, and I I still get around and try to get to know a little bit of everyone. But I just. I just felt at home here and I had never felt so valued, which was funny because again, no experience, no knowledge, no experience. And I just, um, all of a sudden here, I just, I, I felt like this, like I was home and, and, it, yeah. and, it, and it's been, it's been unbelievably rewarding. Sure. Well, let's, let's kind of change gears a little bit yeah, and talk absolutely. about young Jeff, <laughs> maybe, maybe South of the border down in, down in, uh, Illinois. Chirac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was born and raised in a suburb of Chicago with Southwest side and, um, still, still in Cook County, but right on the border with, uh, with some of the Western counties and, uh, loved it. And it was funny cause I went to a high school down there that is now has 4,000 students. Wow. It's one of the largest high schools wow. in Illinois. Um, had two campuses, had a South campus for freshmen and sophomores and a mile away had a, a North campus for juniors and seniors. And it had everything. It had a high school radio station. Yeah. I took a year of aviation. Like I literally, <laughs> I, 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 awesome. I flew an airplane. <laughs> so um, cool. I mean, this was a daily class. It wasn't like something you just did one, after school once a week. This was every day, one hour. You wow. learned how to navigate. You learned weights and balances and all those things. Um, and uh, it just, it just, this was a school that just seemed it seemed normal to us because that's what we had, but mm-hmm. we, we go back for our reunions and I've been back to every reunion. And those of us who have moved away, um, come to the reunion and we just say, we were so lucky. Sure. And that's when I came to this area of Northeast Wisconsin and the green Bay area. And I, I just said, I want to be, I, I want to be somewhere that I can understand and I understand big. Mm-hmm. I don't understand small. I, I don't know that I can go into a small rural school in Wisconsin and, and, and have the, you know, knowledge base that I do from having been in a big urban school with, um, a variety of demographics. And, and so it really was, um, it really was an incredible opportunity. Yeah. So I'm I'm sure some of your students might hear this at some point or another, but tell us a little bit about high school, Jeff. And high school, Jeff. Like what, what 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 kind of what kind of kid were you? Like that's I love this question. This <laughs> is this is a great question, and I have joked with my students for years um, because uh, you know I was the I was like the Dungeons and Dragons guy. You know, <laughs> my my idea of a Saturday night was like you, you give me a two liter bottle of Coca Cola, not new Coke. I do remember that, <laughs> not uh, Coca Cola Classic, yeah, and like a Domino's pizza, and you know one of of uh, one of the Ultima video games on the computer, and, and that was an evening for me. You know, my <laughs> parents had more of a social life than I did, um, so you know that was that was me. Um, and 
you know, I got involved. I, I, I played soccer for four years, but you know, there aren't a lot of six foot five soccer players who sure. aren't goalkeepers. Yeah, um, yeah that's true. <laughs> and I was afraid of the ball, and so I mean, you know, I was a starter as a freshman, and then by the time I was varsity, I was pretty much on the bench. Um, but then track and field, you know, kind of found me. Um, mm-hmm. They're the coach, you know, as, as track and field coaches are want to do, we go out and we recruit hard. And um, yeah. he said, "Hey, listen, you know what? If we can get you over a hurdle." we might be able to do something with you. And, and so, you know, three years later I had the school record and, um, and just really fell in love with the sport. And again, a, a group of people with whom I, I felt closely associated a track team. So fun because it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a circus. I mean, you have a, there's always something going on and you've got people of all shapes, all sizes, yeah. all different events, all different strengths and weaknesses and mentalities. And it, it's, it's so much fun. Um, to be around and, um, you know, there's always a peer group within the team with whom you can associate. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was, that was kind of <laughs> high school, Jeff. So I started coming out of my shell by my senior year and, sure. um, and, uh, like I said, I, I, I will not miss a reunion. I, I love, yeah. I love the high school reunions. And again, we had a graduating class of over 700 wow, and we, that's crazy. it's so much fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. God, we get together and it's like, we've like, we were never apart and we were on Facebook. Book and we're, you know, yeah. arguing about you know Scott Walker, Donald Trump, or whatever you know, yeah. and, and uh, Barack Obama, and, and we and it's but we come together as a family at the end, and that's yeah. that's the fun thing is that you, you don't need a small school for that. Mm-hmm. Now, you 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 can hear uh, if I mix this even close to appropriately, you can hear the golden pipes <laughs> that Mr. Klein puts forward. And you said you had some background as a DJ. I did. Yeah. Our high school had a radio station and, um, I worked up the courage to audition. We had to get, um, and it was really neat. It was like an, it was an over 88.1 FM. Yeah. Um, we had to get an FCC license, mm-hmm. non-commercial educational radio station, um, license. So we had to, pass, taken pass uh, a variety of tests. Um, and my license is good for life. I still have it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was a, I was a, a DJ. It was like a, you know, it was like the Thursday night, seven to 10 variety rock, you know, <laughs> show. And I played the hotel California every week at nine o'clock, the hotel at nine. And, you know, <laughs> and always had a, just nine. always had a goofy little it. thing. And, and did you have like a special name? I, I, I didn't. And I wish I did. Oh, I wish I had the guts to darn do it. it. It's kind of like when my priest <laughs> said, you know, you gotta have a confirmation name. I'm like, what's wrong with Jeff? <laughs> I can't, I, I wasn't ready to break character yet. Uh, you haven't so. read the book of Jeff? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's right after Job. Um, so they uh, they asked, you know, what would you be interested in um, in doing? And I said, yeah, put me on the air. And it was just, it was a ton of fun. And it wasn't just the, it wasn't just the, the, the thrill of playing great music and being on the air, but it was also learning the electronics and modulation and gain and this, that, and the other thing. And I just, I really, I really, you know, that was something that I wanted to pursue later on. And now I kind of am in a reverse way, Yeah, you know, podcast star and, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, but soundboard at the school, the school musical. Yeah. And so anyway, and that's all connected. Yeah. yeah. And, and then college, we had a radio station too at St. Norbert. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more of like a, like over the cable channel. It wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't, we, didn't have an FM, you know, sure. we didn't have a, uh, an FM like license. a hotel radio right, station. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, you know, <laughs> Muzak. Muzak. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, we did that. And, um, and again, that was a lot of fun too. So it's, it's something I've always enjoyed. And people tell me like, you should try 
voice acting. And and mm-hmm. I, I got to do an, an ad for a local bank um, a few years ago, and uh, just because I knew the owner, and he asked, "Hey, would you be interested?" But I, you know, I. I it's still that kind of that comfort zone I got to come out of. Yeah. I, I don't know how to put myself out there, you know? Well, you should. <laughs> well, you have the year. I mean, it's it's so funny because it's like people tell you that all the time, but are you like the kid in Kansas that you should go on American Idol and then Simon rips you to shreds? Right. <laughs> <laughs> or are you the, uh, or, or are you, do you really have something to offer? So yeah. anyway, it's something, you know, whatever. Cool, cool. Oh, you see, so you you have two young ones. Mm-hmm. Um, what were the ages again? Eighth grade, uh, yeah, eighth grade, sixth, and sixth, grade. sixth grade. Okay. Yeah. What kind of dad are you? Are you like? Are you the rule follower? Are you a rule breaker? I am. I am. It's so funny. I I really tr- am pretty strict, and I didn't think I was going to be. And sometimes I don't think I am, but my kids' behavior is not a reflection of me. <laughs> ask, ask my administrator. I mean, yeah. um, they, they, they're rule followers. They are, they are absolutely in lockstep and, and, um, and I, and I don't want to be like, you know, uh, it was a Will Ferrell and Anchorman, no eye contact, you know, <laughs> nothing like that, but I just want the kids to, you know, to have their fun, but they're, they're also very much like me in the sense they're very imaginative, mm-hmm. you know, where I was playing that, you know, an old computer game. They're now like Minecraft is their, you know, sure, they, they sure. could sit with Minecraft for hours and I'm totally in support of, of that. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife is a, as a, um, is an elementary and middle school librarian. So she got them into Harry Potter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like right now we're binging Star Trek, the next generation, you know, all these old episodes and the kids, they love it. So sure. I, I don't know. I, I'm a, I, I guess the way I'd put it is I'm a retro dad and you've probably seen yeah. the things on Facebook, you know, yeah. Klein family movie night. Yeah, absolutely. This, this, this week's selection is yep. real formal about it, but, um, <laughs> but I mean, they grew up watching like, you know, Davy Crockett and, you know, that's great. Um, you know, yeah. before Disney plus and Pollyanna. And, mm-hmm. and I, I just, I have a, I have a real penchant for those old movies and, and, and stuff. So I, the kids grew up with that. And, and I, I think that helps mold them sometimes Mm-hmm. As much as a parent does, sure they they get they get their morals from from what they're surrounded by, and if yeah. they're surrounded by good media, whether mm-hmm. it be books or movies or music or whatever, um, it, it's going to mold them in a way that's 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 good. Yeah, and that's that's an that's a great point because I, I I mean now and with YouTube and oh my all the streaming services yes. and things, I mean when I wanted to listen to music that had bad words in it, I had to like like completely move heaven and earth to get the cassette tape of Warren G that had the little explicit label and I I had to hide it and sorry mom and dad if you're hearing this for the first time (laughs) but I had to hide it and so and now I, that's that's out there. And, and by the time we got that stick cassette tape, it had been dubbed seven or eight correct, times. So correct. you know, you had to, the volume was all the way up, yep. and you could barely make it out. But yeah, yep. I, I totally understand. And I think one of the best things I did um, as a dad was a took both boys to see Paul McCartney yeah. at Lambeau, um, and for them to, for that to be their first concert mm-hmm. has wow. paid off. And then I <laughs> and then I and then I, I chipped in a couple bucks, and we got the family Spotify plan. Yeah. And, I mean, for them to have that music mm-hmm. and, and, and at, at their access of any time and the fact that Spotify will, 
you know, when we were kids, we listened to, you know, Highway to the Danger Zone eight times in a row. Yes. Now these, these music streaming services will, will find things that's of that genre that you will fall in love with as well. Yeah. And they do a nice job with that. So the kids are constantly being exposed to new music. And then we, we've got one of those little Google Nest things that my wife hates in the, in the living room, but the kids will be like, have their Legos out and then they'll say, you know, play the Imperial Death March from, you know, Star Wars. Yeah. And then it'll complement what they're doing in their fantasy oh, world. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's like they're setting their own stage in a lot sure. of ways, which yeah. is, I think, a lot of fun. That's cool. That's, yeah. And I, 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 I see a lot of the same thing happening with my son, and we're, we're trying to do the same thing, where it's, you know, the movie soundtracks is for us. Like, he'll listen to scores and stuff, and, uh, I'm, and I'm just like, all right, we're... We're doing something right. If he wants to listen to classical music from a Disney movie, I'm okay with that. Those kids know every single orchestration from Lord of the Rings, yeah. the Hobbit, and they just Good. They love it. That's great. Well, you mentioned Facebook mm-hmm. and and how you are relatively active on there. Um, love it. And and, and so <laughs> one of the things I need to bring up, and we we hadn't re- didn't really talk about that I was going to bring this up, is your amateur meteorology um, <laughs> that you like to do, weather, weather center, center Klein. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that do not follow Jeff on Facebook, <laughs> whenever there is a winter storm, and we do have one upcoming. Um, Supposedly, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's what they seven said. to eight to nine. That's inches? what they said last yeah, week I as know. well. <laughs> this one's going to be a little more on, I think. I, yeah, it's and so I, I I think that that's one of my favorite things that you do, and but it's kind of like you in a nutshell, where people look to you not only for fun and humor because you bring a, a humor to the meteorology business, but at the same time, like I actually trust you when you say <laughs> it's cre- it, it is it is scary. How accurate I have been when it comes yeah. to like not only predicting, not, not, because really the predicting, I just know what websites to go to, it's you know, correct. and it's, yeah. you know, I just know what to go look at. But when you start predicting, like, is, are they going to call school? Yeah, we're going to have a snow and, day. And yeah. then you have to, that requires you to be in a district for a while to understand yep. the way they think yeah. and what, you know, what past trends have happened. And that's yep. what gets funny <clears throat> is that we'll be at school and kids will, you know, come up to me all the time or other teachers and like, What's Weather Center clients say? And I'm like, <laughs> eh, we might get released early tomorrow. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's something that I, I I'm into so many weird things that um, that the sciences have always enthralled me and and uh, you know the the weather predictions and and obviously as a as a as a as a track coach, um, one of the things I first started doing when I was assistant was like the day of a meet I would send out a a, uh, a satellite image of the of the track that we were going to whatever school it was at and I'd show the wind direction because that affects the way you're going to run your relays yeah, and yeah and um and stuff like that so we we really had a, a lot of fun with that but you know I got into amateur radio as well and mm-hmm. um got an amateur radio license years ago and then i ended up uh coordinating all of the emergency radio nets for brown county when wow. it came to like storm spotters cool. and communicating with the national weather service so i've got to set up you know not entirely unlike this in my basement with you know ham radios and such um and uh and have done that over the years too and, and helped coordinate um you know spotters in the field saying hey listen you know we got a tree down in my backyard and it's eight inches by in diameter and <laughs> We relay that to the National Weather Service, and wow. they usually come what out don't, later. What don't you do? It's so crazy. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know. I mean, one of my friends said, you know, Jeff Klein can't 
Jeff Klein can't just go to church. He has to be the priest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, yeah, I don't know. But it's so funny because I, I, you know, I, I also preach balance and yeah, uh, yeah, and and to uh, and to take a step back and and uh, smell the roses and and you know, and when we talk about balance, it's not just it's not just like family, friends, work, but it's also there's there's something to being solitary. And and to mm-hmm. have that time to yourself, absolutely. And you know, sometimes my wife's like, you know, I might bring the boys down to my mom's this weekend, for, you know, see her. And I'm, I'm not terribly upset. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have that silence and to just detach. I've I've been there. Yeah, I've been, very I, much I, been there. That's how I watch most of the Mandalorian at one point. <laughs> exactly. I got through three seasons of The Crown that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to, we've been talking for a little while, we're going to move into the second half of, and it won't be half because, man, I think we've lost track of time here. But I have no this, idea this, 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 this is so much fun is. catching up with you. Oh, dude. I love it. Um, I and love so it. we're going to do the the lightning round. The, the, Wonderful. The, the, the one thing that we always do every I'm episode. Checked. And so um, he has no knowledge of these questions prior no. to this. And so um, we're going to be asking him for some quick answers, yes, no's, um, if he has any specific, just quick little things. If there's a little story or whatever, you can go into as much depth as you want. But So here we go. Okay. Cake or pie? Pie. And what kind? French silk. Oh, good, yeah, good choice. I like that. I like that. If you throw a little coconut in there oh, as well. Yeah. Uh, that's no heaven. shame in that. <laughs> what temperature do you like your thermostat set at? Uh, we are constantly at 65. Oh, that's, yes. that's frigid. Yeah, it that's, is. That's, and that is, that is perfect. <laughs> Kids walking around with yes. hats and mittens on. And... <laughs> Absolutely. We have blankets all over our living room. <laughs> that's good. Good. Consistency. I like it. Consistent. How many hours of sleep do you need on the average day? I, I need eight to nine. Okay. Like I'm, I'm in bed by eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. Nice. On a work night. Cool. Um, what did you do on your first date? Good Lord. My first date in like in life or my first date with my wife, uh, my current I like, wife. <laughs> I like first date in life. Okay. Let's, let's go. Um, let's go back. Let's see here. First date. My gosh. I would have to say, uh, well, that was funny because like for all through high school, I and this is was this was not intentional. I only dated girls whose name started with A, and it is like the cre- and I married an A, but this was a different A, and um, it was an Amy too, which is also my wife's name. But this was long before she entered the picture. And uh, God, we played tennis. Oh, and we talk about something just awkward. We went okay. to you know Sedgwick Park and played tennis. All right. So yeah, that was our our first date. Nice. Uh, your favorite movie quote. Favorite movie? I know you're a movie quotes. guy. Oh my god! So this one might be hard to choose. No, you know what? I gotta go. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go. Star Trek Four. Yeah. Second star to the right and straight on till morning, which <laughs> nice. is from Peter Pan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Your favorite carnival food? Oh, turkey leg. Oh, without excellent. without. I mean, I can't yeah. even. Yes. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Oh, yeah. When a standing ovation occurs, are you one of the first or are you one of the last? Absolutely the first. Yeah, like, I, am, I believe that. Oh, That's my That's kind goodness, of a dumb yes. question. I, I love that. <laughs> Narcissists, we do that. That's what we do. So. <laughs> All right. This is So this is, we have a couple, you've listened to a couple episodes. You probably have heard this question. All right. We ask this of everyone. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses 
or one horse-sized duck? I would go one horse-sized duck. One big one. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a larger guy. We, we are yeah. larger guys. Yes, and you know, I can't be doing the spinning around and keeping track. I, if I could just have one thing, I, I don't multitask. Well. Okay, all right. So yeah, one, one. Oh, my, yeah. my answer has kind of shifted, and now you've just convinced me to take on the one, the one big. Duck. I'm telling you, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a duck. It's true. You know, what's he gonna do? It with sounds it? like just, a duck. It, whack <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> what is something that you could eat for a week straight? And nothing else. Oh, that is a great. It would it would have to be steak. Yeah, I just love and 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 what's funny is I I love beef steak, but if I had only one food for the rest of my life, lamb. Ooh, love, lamb. like a good lamb steak or a lamb yep. chop. I, I love. Well, you and I are both outdoor cooking enthusiasts. Absolutely. Oh as well. my gosh! I, I, you have a griddle, and I'm, oh, yeah. I'm very jealous of you your griddle. You need that in your life. You need that in your life. <laughs> you hear that, Keely? <laughs> we need that Keely, in our life. <laughs> help a brother out. <laughs> and finally, this is my own personal question. I love this. Do you drink the cereal milk? Oh, that's a great yeah. question. Because I found out it was it's a much larger population of people that. What's okay? Do here's what's funny. Don't. I, I do not. But I do drink the soup broth. Okay. When the noodles wow. are gone, okay. I do drink. The, I drain the bowl. Interesting. But the with the milk, not so much. You don't drink the cereal milk. No, you failed the test. I'm sorry. We're gonna scrap the rest of the interview. <laughs> just hit delete. You've been and great, move everyone. On. Good night. Be sure to tip your waitress. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to give Jeff a little break, uh, and we're gonna grab some water, uh, make a time for a quick little ad, and we're gonna be coming back with Jeff's on your way out speech. So stick around. Hey guys, Evan here. If you're looking for more information about the podcast, I'm going to invite you to go and visit onyourwayout.com. And on that website, uh, you'll find all kinds of different information about previous episodes, guests, upcoming news. There's an Instagram feed on there, as well as a contact page. I would love to hear from some listeners and subscribers. So if you want to send me a quick message, uh, say, hey, uh, give me a, a, a suggestion for a, a future guest, I'd love to hear from you. So visit onyourwayout.com and then hit the contact button. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at onyourwayoutpod um, for all kinds of information. All right, enough of that. Back to the interview. Thanks for joining us for the uh, second portion of uh, the episode. And this is the part that I'm really most excited for each episode. We allow our guests uh, the open forum to give their words of wisdom as if they were on their way out. Um, We put them in the hypothetical situation that you only have mere hours to live. And what would you, what what advice and what words of wisdom would you leave for the world? And so with that, I'm going to leave it over to you, Jeff. The floor is yours. Go ahead. I tell you what, this is, this is something else because, uh, 
you know, how do you, what, how do you summarize and, and pass things on? And, and I guess, uh, as I was trying to think about this today, I, I was thinking about regrets and, and now I wanted to take the, the noble, you know, like the Tom Cochran live life with no regrets. Um, and, uh, and I, I can't say that. I, I honestly think living without regrets doesn't make you any better. Uh, I have many regrets, yeah, um, over the years, and um, one of which is you know we've touched on social media, but uh, some of my behavior on social media over the years has been questionable. I have I have called out friends, I've called out family members, I have lost friendships, and it, you know largely due to politics, which you know they tell you don't don't go into a cocktail party, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and I knew that gr- growing up. But there, we, we, my generation, Generation X, I, I, we were never trained for for social media. We all of a sudden it was here, and there was no rule book, and there was no instructions. There was no, there were no mentors. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, we would ask our parents, and they'd be like, "Why are you on that?" Now they all have Facebook accounts too. But, <laughs> and I think a lot of that was, um, you know, we we went through a time and. In, in Wisconsin with uh, with Act 10, uh, the legislation that, uh, you know, um, uh, made teaching a little more complicated. And um, with uh, little to no filter, I, um, you know, I, I, I said some things and made my, my opinion very clear and I made it clear that I was open to nobody else's um, yeah. opinion. And, you know, and I feel bad now and I feel bad for a variety of reasons because first of all, a, it's it's all out there. Um, I, I know I can never run for political office, and, you know, um, <laughs> because of some of the things I have taken stances on and reversed over the years. And, um, sure. so, um, so that's been, that's been a thing with me, um, in terms of, uh, social media is, you know, uh, what are they, what was it? Oscar Wilde who said everything in moderation, including moderation. Um, <laughs> and, uh, with, with social media, the moderation is definitely, uh, the approach you want to, you want to take. Um, you know, the other, the big thing, and I, I was listening to, uh, uh, some of your earlier guests and the topic of mental health seemed to come up quite a bit. Sure. And I could not be um, in more agreement. And if I were to pass things on to the next generation, and I've done this, I've done this in my classroom. I've done this with our track team. I've done this in the hallway where, you know, you, you need to seek assistance. If you have mental health issues, we all, you know, mental health is a spectrum. Okay. It's like autism we're, and, and we're all on that spectrum yep. somewhere. Exactly. And, yep. um, you need to seek those, seek assistance and, you know, um, you know, with, with the, the, the support of my wife, you know, I've, I've, you know, talked to people and, you know, we've all witnessed bad things in life. I, we came across a, a horrible, horrible motorcycle accident years ago in Illinois and, and, uh, we were the first on the scene and, uh, uh, I ended up doing CPR, uh, on a, on a victim for, you know, probably a good half hour before the volunteer fire department can get out there. Wow. And we lost, we lost the, the woman in the end, um, you know, I needed to talk to somebody <laughs> I need, yeah. after that was over. I had to go talk to somebody and, um, you know, just a couple sessions of just, you know, you know, what was in boy, they are, well, they're like you, they're able to pry things out of people, <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that they never knew they had in them. Yeah, and, sure. um, and so, so, you know, 
take care of that mental health. It is as important um, as your physical health. In fact, I believe one of your um, one of your guests had had talked about uh, the young lady was talking about how the the you know the diet has affected her mental health, which has affected her physical health, which has yeah. made her a better person in the end. And yeah. um, I, I, I absolutely subscribe to that. That really what she had said really resonated with me. Um, you know, the last thing I guess is I, I am all, like I said, I, I like to learn a little bit about a lot of things. I'm all about self-advocacy, mm-hmm. you know, and I, that's the thing I try to impart most to my students and, and to those around me is, you know, take care of yourself. I, I'm not like a, you know, doomsday prepper or anything like that, but <laughs> you know, have, have a plan, you know, uh, you know, have things put aside and, you know, a little bit of savings, a little bit of this, that, the other thing, um, make sure that you can stand on your own two feet. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I tell you what, the, the best thing for this lately, uh, has been YouTube. I, I, I yeah. can't believe the number of students and people my age and even older who are learning things that they've never known how to do yep. just by watching YouTube videos. That yep. wasn't there for us when we were kids. You know, yeah. you maybe got like a little thing on PBS once in a while, but I mean, this is, I mean, it's on demand, it's free, you, you click on it and people are learning entirely new trades. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I've even been talking to my kids uh, about, you know, the trade school and, and, you know, it doesn't have to be a four-year college anymore. Yeah. Um, so go out there, try new things, uh, you know, t- advocate for yourself in the sense of the acquisition of knowledge regarding a variety of tasks, try them out. Um, and see what you like and then try to make a career out of it. If, if you can make a career out of that into something you're, you're loving, then that's, that's a fantastic thing, but it doesn't require, you know, $80,000 in student debt, yep. um, anymore. So, you know, that's the other side of it. So I don't know. I've always taken the approach. I've always said I, I model my life after the Alan Alda Hawkeye character for MASH. Okay. I always, I he was always my hero. He could be funny as all heck. He never took anything seriously except when he had to. Yeah. And, um, he stepped on toes. He upset people he loved most, um, took, stepped over the line and, and, and stepped back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always tried to kind of model myself after the, after that character. I always just <laughs> thought it was just brilliant. Um, I grew up with it. It seemed like, so, um, you know, live life, have fun, um, but uh, you know, stand on your own two feet. Yeah, that that self advocacy part, I I can identify with wholeheartedly. Uh, the reason I'm doing this is because of YouTube. Yeah. I I learned how to do all of this podcasting stuff and recording digitally and stuff. I never took any classes in that. No, like it's it they did it. And if people are offering classes on it, you can find most of that stuff online for free. I ran an entire DJ business, a wedding DJ business, that I learned how to do everything online for free. And and it's just if you got the drive, the stuff's out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the, the, the components have come down in cost, you know, the old days of needing a, you know, 32 channel mixing board, you you know, you just need a couple plugins and a couple decent mics and, and, uh, and a laptop and, and, and have some fun with it. And it's been, uh, uh, I, I absolutely agree. No, this has been, this has been a great time. I (laughs) enjoyed this so much today. (laughs) Well, and, and I can truly say that the, I say this about most of my guests, but yet again, it, it applies here. Uh, he's living the message that he is, is preaching to you. Um, that the concept of the reason why I brought him here is because he is one that is kind of saying, no, go out and take a risk and, and, and try something new and, and, 
it's because of that that his students are successful and that his colleagues are successful and that the people in the community around him are successful is because people like him are pushing them. And so um, I I just wanted to say on behalf of myself and anybody that has ever come in contact with you, <laughs> thank you for the push. Thank you for 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 always advocating self advocacy. <laughs> it has been it has been a pleasure. It has been a joy, and and I I've, I constantly try to get better and 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 learn from those around me. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming on the pod and um i wish you all the best i'm 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 so excited we got a chance to reconnect after a little while it's been a little while but it was literally like it was yesterday like it just started right back up and so um i've had a blast and uh thank you so much for coming on it's been a pleasure thank you god bless and uh and uh this has been this has been a joy awesome thanks I want to take this opportunity to give a huge thank you to Mr. Jeff Klein for that awesome interview and conversation. Um, He and I go way back and we kind of went for a little while without talking to each other a whole lot outside of uh, maybe social media. But I tell you, sitting down with that guy, it was just like nothing had ever changed. And it was such a fun conversation. And, and so it was a real joy having Jeff on the show, and I can't tell you enough how thankful I am for uh, Jeff taking time out of his busy schedule to hang out today. So thank you so much. For everyone else, uh, thank you for tuning in for Episode 5. Be sure to catch us on OnYourWayOut.com as well as follow us on Instagram at OnYourWayOutPod. I want to say thank you to my lovely wife, Keely for her support and help with the website and um, – other items online, as well as my brother, Graham Marlowe, for providing the music for the intro and outro. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.